From BGS and Osiris Media, you're listening to The Shift List, where chefs talk about the music that fills their kitchens, restaurants, and recipes. I'm Chris Jacobs. This week, Chef Duncan Holmes and Allison Anderson, Director of Experience at Beck and Call in Denver. Of all the people that I've been fortunate to speak with on this podcast, these two have incorporated music and a guest's entire experience in a way that is completely holistic and natural. Perhaps it's because it's baked into Allison's title. As the director of experience, she takes the role of what would normally be considered general manager and elevates it to a masterclass in hospitality. Consider the music at Beckon, the evening's answer to their popular all-day dining option over at Call. Beckon is a ticketed chef's table dining experience with ever-changing and seasonal menus. It seats 34 people in a U-shape, with Chef Duncan and his team serving you from the center of the intimate dining room, and the entire meal takes about two and a half hours. Because the meal happens in phases, each evening's soundtrack is a hand-picked selection of albums played in their entirety, allowing the staff at Beckon to play through about three records of their choosing over the course of a meal. In the age of streaming music and playlists, the decision to play through records at Beckon is an extension of the meal itself, forcing you to slow down and pay closer attention to each of your senses throughout the experience. Now, I discovered Beckon Call as many Denver out-of-towners have. Call was named one of Bon Appetit's Hot 10 Best New Restaurants of 2018. Bon Appetit described it as an all-day hang where you may arrive at 10 a.m. but end up staying until 2 p.m. with all the spritzes and endless selection of unique items to snack on, like their smoked salmon tartine, roasted carrot salad with peas, and Scandinavian-inspired bites. Call is now on a brief hiatus as Duncan, Allison, and the team undergo some renovations, but Beckon is now a year in and has topped multiple must-eat lists in Denver and beyond. I spoke with Duncan and Allison before service at Beckon a few months ago. My name is Duncan Holmes. Uh, I am the chef of uh, Beck and Call, and that's where we're sitting here in Denver, Colorado. And my name is Allison Anderson. I am the director of experience for Beck and Call. Director of experience surmises the activities of my job with you know without sounding too humdrum. I think it actually tells the story pretty well of what I bring to uh, to each service, and that's just trying to make it feel great and sound great and look great for our guests. I think call is very much more like playful and jovial and boisterous and we want to keep the you know the energy level up at call. Yeah. But you know call call is that place where you go and there's hopefully a line out the door and yeah. it just feels great and that the weather is beautiful and everybody's on the patio drinking spritzes and we want the music to match that feeling. I think Beckon is our house, and it's the place where we would play the music that we would listen to while we were at home, or you know, just listen to something that sounds great. But this space is is like a, a small house. It's like a bungalow with a peaked roof, and it kind of has this. You can hear it. It's a little. Um, it, it echoes. Um, yeah. But when you get bodies in here and you have nice rich warm sound it's really beautiful and it adds to the coziness and the right music you know it's it's huge because it keeps the kitchen going and it keeps the people I think interested in what's happening and we've been playing whole um, entire albums here at Beckon and I think that effect is really nice. The first night of soft opening we had uh, a pretty good layout and we, we I think end up having to play six albums in entirety to fill the entire the entire space mm -hmm. of time that we're open but 
We, we started with Exile on Main Street from Rolling Stones. Then we went to uh, Beirut. And then... We played Starboy. Oh yeah, then The weekend. I'm trying to put you in the worst mood. Uh, P1 cleaner than your church shoes. Uh, belly point two, just mm. uh, and then I don't... That was all we had planned. Yeah, uh, And then the rest was we kind of <laughs> impromptu after yeah. that, but... It's been a good response overall. I think we hope that, you know, at least once a night you have the one person in the dining room who loves the album that's on. Wednesday night, we played My Morning Jacket and it seemed like every person in the dining room was that person who was, who was really, really excited that the whole album of My Morning Jacket was playing. We use the, uh, our guests as, our, as inspiration, which is really helpful with only having like 34 people a night and yeah. living in such a small city. We have a lot of people coming out to support us that we know so far. So at least one person is identifiable each turn. And, and that's the person, there. yeah, that's the person that, that I'll use to, like on uh, Saturday, my parents were here. So my dad was my inspiration and I played Santana and the Eagles. And, And then we like switched it up to Wilco and it got a little weird. It's kind of funny because if you don't put the right album on, like things just start feeling like, especially right when you're turning tables over and you have this cacophonous music. Yeah. It's like, oh wow, that makes it feel about a thousand times worse. trying to break your heart. Do you, as a chef, like working in open environments? A lot of chefs like to work in silence. So is that something where what do you which which do you prefer? Do you do you prefer having silence and or like No, no, I, I much prefer to to work in the uh, open environment like this. I think um, I've worked in several other kitchens that were completely removed from the dining room and yeah. this experience. And um, it's in a lot of ways, I think, as a, a cook, uh, very anticlimactic that you spend 16 hours a day and you watch a server come and take your food away for somebody to eat and, and that's it. And there's, um, you know, it's kind of a, an odd feeling that people might enjoy that style of, of service because, I mean, we're not, you know, in some ways we're cooking for ourselves, but we're not really cooking for ourselves. We're cooking for other people always. Yeah. And I, I think it's important um, and it's sometimes nerve wracking, of course, to cook for somebody in front of them and then give them the food to eat. I think it's... Uh, kind of exposes your current state or who you are as a person when you when you feed them like that but it's it's very personal and i very much prefer that and i think that the you know in in regards to the music i think the music plays a, a huge role in in setting the tone for the yeah. that environment um you know in our case the albums help because it kind of sets the tone in a in a longer time frame um than just a three minute kind of window um but i think it's i think it's really nice and i I definitely prefer to have the the guest interaction. I mean, it, it's it's nice. Who in here is kind of thinking about that and like thinking about what record should come next? I think we both are. 
Yeah, we swapped the iPad back and forth all night. So I think on Saturday we started what Bruce Springsteen album did you with start Nebraska. with? With Nebraska. Yeah. That was nice. That's a good way to start. That was a good yeah. way to start. I saw her standing on her front lawn. Just a twirling her baton. Me and her. And then from that, we went into uh, Alabama Shakes. Mm -hmm. And it kind of, you know, just like gets a little bit more funky and yeah, it starts to liven up a little bit. And so. Don't cross them lines. I think it's it, it has to be like a shared thing, you know, like acting as the DJ is a, is a lot of a lot of work. So to share that with the guys in the kitchen and just say, you know, what are you guys feeling? Like, what's what's going on after squab tonight? What are we going to do? <laughs> well, yeah, there's a very real part of it, too, that, you know, I always tell the guys that call that you guys are the DJs over here and you guys need to set the tone. And I think the music. Like on my end, you know, a perfect example with the Alabama Shakes is that, you know, that I put on Nebraska as, a, as an intro to the evening, and I think it's a calm, kind of mellow thing, right? That sets the tone. Makes people relax. Uh, mm -hmm. And then I also know that we have a girl named Melinda here who loves the Alabama Shakes, and I think, you know, being that she's right here in the front uh, on stage, if you put on Alabama Shakes, you know, it kind of, it, it brings us, it brings something else out, right? And it makes them feel more comfortable and then it makes her talk to the guests more and her excited. And I can do the same thing with, you know, Tim by putting on Alice in Chains, you know, and he'll get excited. And I'm not sure what kind of music Rachel likes yet. We're, we're not sure yet about her, but she's great as a person. I don't know what, yeah. what, what, what kind of music, but there's a lot of power that you can have um, just by changing the tone towards geared towards like a specific cook as like their time to shine kind of thing mm -hmm. and that's kind of fun yeah or zach you know the sommelier if we, if we put on uh, led zeppelin it seems like he kind of comes to life a little bit and he, he gets yeah yeah he gets excited and it's yeah it's a it's kind of you know it's about our thing as a, as a a house and a bungalow but it's also about you know those individuals and kind of letting them have their moment yeah that's great because this is a music podcast and we're supposed to talk about music. I, I, I was reading a, an article on uh, Brentford, um, this jazz musician who uh, was talking about when he used to play, uh, he used to pick up shows with the Grateful Dead. And one of his favorite things was that, um, you know, he could go on and, and because he used the words, none of their songs were ever crystallized, um, yeah. that he could just jump in there and they could play. And, and, and I think that that's kind of an important part of, of what we do is, is um, not ever scripting or crystallizing our experience so that it's just like so stoic um, that you know people can come in here and banter back and forth and, and um, feel special, you know, yeah. feel, feel like it's their thing. It's more real. Or that they've gotten a, a unique experience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and keeping it fresh for you, I'm sure, is helpful as well. Well, yeah, it's, it, I mean, it leads to better food. I mean, it leads to like progressing and it leads to uh, innovation and, and um, you know we haven't gotten there yet because we're still figuring out our things but you know it leads to like excitement on our end and, and sometimes 
you know, you can be in a situation where, you know, you're talking to people or we had one guest uh, last week who, um, you know, like music, you know, you kind of improv and, and uh, one woman asked for a repeat of a dish. And so I just quickly gave it to her. But, um, you know, I think when you talk to, to guests, uh, you know, you can find things out and, and um, you know, I think it's within our ability to improv to them too and sometimes run in the back and grab a couple things, you know, like maybe we have a rabbit that we were trying to work on something and, and just quickly prepare it and kind of insert it. And, you know, I think that's kind of like what makes um, a concert special is when the, when the artist goes off set, you know, it kind yeah. of just goes a little wild and um, we hope to get there too, I think. That's part of the excitement. Uh, music, I think clear, clearly to us as a part of the, it's like a part of the sensation of the dining experience. We like to think of what we're doing as, as very sensual and intimate, and that's music. I think those things that you hear that just like, you know, grab your heart, yeah. um, that you take with you for a long time, that's the kind of experience that we want to give our guests. And the music just makes that so much more identifiable, I guess, and maybe helps it land a little more versus the music just being in an afterthought that isn't reaching people like the food is. I think the food has much more of an impact if people are feeling just great about everything that's happening around them. Yeah, we've had fun with music and we've had fun with this place. You know, I think it's funny, it's it's fun to see the, the integration of whole albums here. Um, and, you know, after this, this is probably going to become a, a, one of the things, our staples, I guess, now. But, you know, it's fun to time, to time the experience out to the album, you know. Um, and the first album is about halfway through their meal, kind of-ish. And by that point, you know, maybe a, a glass of wine is... is taking effect and you know people are feeling a little bit better and then you can graduate on to the next album and it kind of um, escalates the experience and it's kind of fun. Thanks to Chef Duncan Holmes and Allison Anderson from Denver's Beck and Call. Head to beckondenver.com to make reservations, but do plan ahead. Reservations for the following month begin on the first day of the preceding month. You'll get what I mean if you head to the booking site. The Shift List is produced by me, Chris Jacobs. Our executive producer is Amy Reitenauer, with help, as always, from the entire BGS team, including associate editor Justin Hiltner, marketing guru Joseph Klingel, and all the amazing writers and contributors that make BGS the best source for Roots culture redefined. Special thanks to RJB and Nick Sejas over at Osiris Media. Check out their entire roster of music and culture podcasts over at osirispod.com. If you love The Shift List, please leave us a review or rating over at itunes.com slash theshiftlist. I'm Chris Jacobs. Thanks for listening.